With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Paranormal and the Sacred Radio Show. With your featured host, Shaw McCain, a forensics counselor, psychic, writer, artist, modern day Christian mystic, and UFO experiencer. Shaw introduced guests who are experts on all aspects of the paranormal and the sacred. The Paranormal and the Sacred Radio Show has been featured on Blog Talk Radio as Staff Pick. And now for your host, Shaw McCain. Happy Friday evening, everybody. It's a beautiful evening here in Los Angeles, California, and I'm really enjoying this beautiful day. Still above ground still uh, sequestering myself in my house. Uh, I did venture out for a few things this morning, and I'm right back in, and I'm staying well and healthy, as I hope everybody out there is. And we have an amazing show tonight, and it's about UFOs. And we have an an actual UFO person that has seen a a flying saucer and has, has it well documented, and that um, I want to talk a little bit about what's going on as of right now with the UFO issues. Um, April 27th, bizarrely enough, our Pentagon, that means our National Defense, released three videos from the U.S. Department of Defense and from the Pentagon, believe it or not, three videos of UFOs. So I was watching them today because I wanted to see, you know, if if they say it's real, so they actually have caught UFOs on the screen. And if you keep watching, many of us have actually seen stuff like this, so it doesn't it really affect us that much. However, I was listening to the last video where it shows the UFO ex- leaving extremely fast off the screen. And then the pilot's talking about, that, I, that one says the pilot's saying, well, there's a there's a you know a whole a whole lot of them, and back of the one UFO, there's a whole squadron. He's talking like that. It's it's quite thrilling. So at this point, I just wanted to let everybody know uh, what's going on in the, the UFO world. And this, tonight we have an awesome guest. His name is Dallas Michael Reese. He's a 67 year old father of three that had an extraordinary experience while driving through the Locust Grove, Georgia in a 1963 Dodge Polaro. I hear it was uh, aquamarine blue. And it, it was 1973, and he was driving down the highway when he and his family spotted a huge UFO with flashing lights hover over a power station. This sighting began the first of many experiences for Mr. Reese, and we shall share this and many experiences that were to follow us. And he has was a technical background in both military and civilian mechanical engineering and drafting. He obtained his degree and worked for a Fortune 500 company, and he is currently semi-retired and following his interests, a home desire, designer and installing solar panels for a local company. 
You know, he's a man of many talents. Mr. Reese is a musician and a drummer in a band and enjoys nature and wildlife and where he lives now in North Carolina. And he's shown some beautiful pictures that I've seen on Facebook. And at this point, I would like to welcome Michael Reese live on Paranormal and the Sacred. Welcome, Michael. You're live. Hello. How you doing? How you doing, Jar? I'm, do- I'm doing pretty good. I... I uh, have read about your story, and um, first of all, uh, we're Facebook friends, you know. And then I started looking at your gorgeous pictures of uh, you being on the river and all the wildlife and nature, and then your musical background. And and you're a very interesting person, so I really wanted to get you on the show to talk about this experience of yours. Yes, I'm pleased to be here. Thank you, thank you. So uh, do you want to give us um, a little background? Because you and your family were driving down uh, a road, you know, and this is in Georgia, right? Right, yeah. I used to live in Atlanta back during those times. Yes. And so what were you doing out there? Uh, I was working with the Department of Transportation in Atlanta in the British Department. Uh, we, what what I did, my my job was to uh, draw up bridges uh, graphically uh, that that we got you know notes from the engineers and we would put it on on uh, uh, mylar ink ink on mylar in uh, the bridge department there and it was a very good job. Yeah, that was back in '73, and. Uh, if you want me to go, just go into the yeah, encounter. Like a, or, yeah, I sure, want you okay. to go into uh, the encounter and just tell us, uh, tell us what you saw. Okay. Well, what I saw was, or we saw, was a uh, it was a flying saucer. <laughs> wasn't a UFO because it was identified with my eyes and in my wife's eyes at that time and my sister's eyes. And um, what this craft was doing after we come on it uh, I it sounds kind of crazy but I jumped out of the car and uh, I was waving my arms and before before that I was flashing my lights waving got out waving my arms and basically I was like thinking I want to see who's flying this thing was uh, above a uh, uh, ask you power something about that Michael can I ask you Pardon? something about that why would you do sure. that well, I've always I've, I've always been interested in the subject. Uh, prior to that, uh, my dad he was he was uh, an avid reader, um, and he he subscribed to Fate magazine in the early fifties or late late fifties. And those magazines, I would I would uh, get them. You know, after he read them, I would read them myself. And most of the ones that I read about were the uh, the UFO encounters, uh, and it intrigued me very, very much. And I never, really, never thought, you know, what would what would I do if I ever saw one, you know? And yeah. uh, when it when it happened, it was just like instinct. Just you know, I want to see what this thing is to get as much detail as I could uh, when we. You know, drove upon it, parked 
parked my car, got out, waving my arms and stuff. It sounds crazy. You know, in, in like Travis Walton, when he got out of the, his truck, yeah. you know, and he was walking up. After I that, after I heard that. Pardon me? Go ahead. I was just going to say that, too, but I didn't want to bring it up. But you did first. Yeah, yeah. It, basically the same thing that Travis Walton did. He, he got out of the truck, and he was like, I want to see what this thing is. And the same thing hit me. Um, and and when I was viewing this thing, it was uh, it was huge. It was definitely a saucer shape for sure. Um, it was above this power substation. I would say probably two or three hundred feet above the the station. And it and I'm just guessing it was probably 150, 200 feet in diameter. And the re- the reason I knew it was a uh, saucer was it had these lights going around it, and these lights were very strange. I mean, it was just like, what is this thing? You know, what is this thing? This it's crazy. It just totally blew my mind. But these lights were very unusual, and um, they were three three lights, red, green, and blue. And one one light would come on, red would come on and go off, and then blue would come on and go off, green would come on and go off, and it would go around this the perimeter. So I could tell it was it was circular, you know, in, in uh, plan view, you know, just the way the lights were going. So while I was standing there looking at this thing, now this is kind of strange because. Because I didn't know what was going on during that time, but what was so unusual about this, and I, I'm not sure if this was shock or it was some sort of feel that I was standing in, but it felt to me like this thing is drawing my thoughts out of my head as if I could not think straight, if that makes any sense. Yes, it does. But, uh, yeah, but I was looking at this thing, and I thought, I've got to remember this. I said that in my head at least three or four times. I've got to remember this. I've got to remember this. And as I was saying that to myself, I was also thinking, this thing is drawing my thoughts away. I've got to remember this. So I likened it to an, an old-fashioned Christmas tree. Most people back in them days, they'd only have you know the big bulbs on the – Christmas trees, they were either, or usually our family had red, green, and blue lights, you know, the big bulbs and stuff like that. So that's what I likened it to, the Christmas tree. And uh, and I knew it was in November, uh, and the reason I knew that was in November, after this thing left and I got in the car, I thought, okay, what month is this? How did How can I remember the month? And it was my daughter. She was in the car, too. She was only eight months old. My wife at that time was holding her in the passenger uh, seat. And uh, I I thought to myself, it's November. It's eight months. You know, my daughter's eight months. That's how confused my my mind was. And, again, again, I don't know if it was just confusion of seeing this thing, that my mind was playing tricks on me or what. But – it for sure was definitely a flying saucer. Wow, amazing! I'm I am 
I, you know, I just wonder, um, I, I saw UFO too, pretty close up. It didn't, it didn't okay. look like you. it had pink and blue lights, but it was the shape and size of a Volkswagen, but going towards you mm-hmm. and it was a flat, flat gray, no reflection. No, I didn't see how, I couldn't see how it was put together, but we uh-huh. were going south on the Long Beach freeway, going on the slow lane and it was going the other direction, straight over our heads, but it was very low, lower than a telephone pole. But uh-huh. what happened is when I saw it, I could feel my brain thinking. And you, that is very odd to feel that because you never feel your brain thinking. But I felt That's it. Looked, yeah, so it's really a creepy, crawly feeling. Yeah. And I was looking for some place in my brain to fit what I was seeing, and it wasn't there. There was no nothing to compare it to. So I remember looking out the passenger window because my friend was driving, and she saw it first. Uh-huh. So I looked out the passenger window, and we forgot about, totally forgot about it. We remembered wow. later only because of a bizarre coincidence. Later, uh, this was in the 80s, so we were asking, uh, what's your sign? You know what I mean? We went to a dance. We were talking to people. And the guy I was right. talking to happened to have my exact same birthday. And then I looked at my best friend. I Okay, so I said, when's your birthday? He said, July 13th. I said, my birthday is July 13th. Then I looked at my friend, and we're still friends. We've been friends over 40 years. I looked at her. I said, didn't you see a UFO on the way over here? And we both wow. started screaming our heads off. It came back. So you, so I know, you with the, your your strength, and I think it's your technical background that actually gave you the ability to hang in there. Because if, in, if yeah. I didn't have that coincidence, I wouldn't have been able to uh, bring up that memory. It's yeah, just, that's I'm odd you said that. Yeah, you know, after, after the encounter that we had, there were six of us in the car, my sister, her two daughters, my wife at that time, and, and my wife, she had uh, – my oldest daughter in her arms and uh, yeah. driving back we we finally got back onto I-75 north going back to a town called Forest Park and I bet we didn't say three words and it was probably another, yeah. another hour's drive and after that it was like we never talked about it we never did which is very strange, wow. just like you said. Mm-hmm. You know, so there could be some sort of uh, field out there that these things cause that that try to um, take your memory or or something like that. I know that sounds far fetched, but who knows? Who knows? Well, what what uh, since, I, since I don't, I've had a lot of the encounter or a lot of strange. Things and I've seen things a couple of times. We, me and her actually saw two different ones. They were actually uh, there when those Phoenix lights came over. Remember that 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 incident? Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. So they were there. Definitely. Her and her husband. They both saw it. So they uh-huh. see it a lot more than I have. But we have seen things together. Let's say we saw. Uh, in my area, there's a lot of strange things going on, very weird anomalies. Um, uh-huh. I won't go into all that. But anyway, so uh, I saw a cylinder-looking cloud, right? And I thought, that's an interesting uh-huh. cloud. 
And I was on my way to pick her up because we were going to go to lunch. And so I kept watching it. And actually, all the clouds, you know, floated away, right? Except uh-huh. this cloud got kind of stranded out there. And it went the entirely different direction because it got busted. Because this is what I felt like. It knows that I'm watching it. So it uh-huh. took off. But it couldn't go fast because it was covered. It was like cloud. So I got, I actually got her in the car in time for us to both watch that cylinder. Because then it couldn't really keep a cloudy shape. It just was, it looked like a gray cylinder at that point, you know, and we both uh-huh. saw it. But I think they, they actually have an immediate uh, recognition. You don't have to speak. When you look at them, they already know you're, they're, you're looking at them. They know that they've been seen. And they might wow. do something to us. You know, I, I've really thought yeah. about this because each time, yeah. if you just looked looked away just a little bit, you're not going to see it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, we live in a strange world, don't we? <laughs> yes, we do. So, yeah. um, after this sighting, did you guys have any uh, uh, physical or any kind of uh, residue or nightmares or anything? Didn't have any nightmares, but I do remember going to driving to work after this happened, and, and I can't remember how many days or weeks uh, after the encounter that um, I had this driving to work. I got sick. I got sick to my stomach, and uh, my head started hurting. I, I had to stop the car on the side of the road, <laughs> the 63 Polaris, and uh, I, I threw up. And um, I, I finally got made it to work, and, and uh, they sent me to the infirmary there uh, at the at the Capitol, near the Capitol, and uh, they told me I had an optical headache, and I'd never had anything like that before. Um, I thought it kind of odd. I don't know if there's any relationship between that incident and the, the sighting or not, but it was it was pretty weird. Pretty strange. But Actually, yeah, after that, uh, I don't remember any nightmares or anything. If if anything, it made me more intrigued about the subject, you know. Yeah. So were uh, you did you become aware of uh any unusual things happening around you? Because after we saw that, we we actually started being aware of all kinds of stuff. We were having dreams at the same time, other sightings. Like it opened up a whole different world to us, really. So so you're saying that that you and your friend had pretty much the same kind of dreams? Yes. Oh. Uh, huh. That's that's wild. It's very unusual. So there's some we, some sort of connection there between you and your friend, yeah. I guess. Yeah. You know, um, uh, Jacques Vallée. He Jacques Vallée. He he. Uh, uh, you know, he's the one that classified all the the UFO sightings and encounters, like uh, Close Encounters one, two, three, and four. And he eventually put in paranormal uh, activities in with these. I I believe. You probably yeah, know you're more right. about that than I do. Yeah. No, I, so, I you're, you reminded me, yes, that there's, there's these different degrees of yeah. uh, tax. Yeah, so 
so in in his mind, yeah, paranormal activity happens, but we after that it there was no paranormal, you know, uh, apparitions or anything like that that happened that I know of. Uh, nothing that you know that would come to mind anyway. Where where were you working at the time this happened? It was Department of Transportation in Atlanta, in the bridge department. Interesting. That's when I'm. Yeah, I was drawing bridges and and uh, uh, stuff like that. Interesting job. Yeah, I had Very told my. Uh, I had told my. The next day, I think that that was a Monday. I told. I told my. I told my supervisor what happened, and because he and I were both, you know, interested in science and in astronomy and, and things like that, and, and I, I told him about our encounter, and he looked at me like I had three heads, you know, and uh, even after that, you know, he would give me unusual looks, and I, I thought to myself, maybe I should never uh, tell anybody about this. You know, but now we're in the age of information, and there's so much, uh, so much uh, information now about the subject, and I think people are becoming more aware of. Yes, these things are real. Uh, what they are, I do not know. Um, I've never seen an alien. Uh, I know there's a heap of people out there that have seen aliens, but I've, I've never had one of those encounters. Um, thank goodness. <laughs> well, um, did you see those videos or hear about the videos uh, they released from the, the Pentagon, the Department of Defense? Did you see any of that? Yes. Yeah, I, I, I haven't done any kind of deep uh, research on those, but, yeah, that's that's very interesting. I mean, they're, it's kind of like a soft dis- disclosure, isn't it? Yes, it is. Uh you know, because uh, many of my our our probably mutual friends uh, are you know went to the uh, you know Washington D.C. and and trying to go for disclosure and everything else. But um, uh-huh. this, I I really when I first watched him, I go, yeah, I saw that. I almost brushed it off, and then mm-hmm. I listening to the end, and at the ending, the very ending which nobody has really reacted to, and I just, just shocked the heck out of me, is that you can hear oh, the yes. pilot talking about the squadron. Did you hear that part? Yes, I did. I was like, wow. <laughs> Amazing. They Amazing. They actually released from our government. It's incredible. This is a, a first in our lifetime uh-huh. because we're about, we're about the same age, and the first uh, – you know, recorded in history, it was like the 4th or 5th century. They were theorizing that there's things in existence that you have read about in the Bible, uh, especially uh-huh. in Ezekiel. And, you know, in medieval times, they drew pictures of icons with, with little uh, UFOs in the background. It was a lot of strange stuff. But in 1952, they actually have shots of uh, UFOs over Washington, D.C. And yeah, that was like... Yeah, that was about the first of uh, many, but it's taken our whole entire lifetime for them to give us a little bit of film. Yeah. What are they hiding? Yeah. It must be from that. If that's, I, I think they – go ahead. 
I don't I don't know why they are hiding it. I can kind of understand that you know if if they came out and said yeah we there's aliens <laughs> they've been here for <laughs> eons you know how would people react you know how would the church react um maybe it's just a fear of how people would react to it um me myself i think you know if it's true share it bring it out you know tell us what's going on um we don't need to live in deception uh, exactly. But it's, it's it's odd that that now during all this uh, COVID nineteen and everybody pretty much locked in their house and uh, and and this comes out you know who knows who knows what the the game plan mm-hmm. is. Now that's an interesting point. Well, we're all now stuck in the house. Now they see yeah. new stuff out there. That's really odd. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just so was kind of blown away today when I, I saw the videos. I, I was thinking, because the first part of it was showing the the, the shape of the ship on radar. And that was kind uh-huh. of the shape of what I saw. It's kind of a ovular, but it looked like kind of a really, really blown up toy airplane. You know uh-huh. what I mean? That's what mine looked like. It, like if you were to blow up a toy airplane as, as big as you could... And that's what kind of mm-hmm. the shape saw on the the uh, the radar. Um, so, then when they so saw those were, the, so go ahead. so those were not the tic tac shapes they they keep talking about. No, that's what I'm saying. Then they showed a spot that, that they kept locking on. Like the radar was it was really showing that how it works. They were locking on the object. And so when yeah. finally they were playing the vocals part of it, when the, the pilot got extremely excited when they locked onto this thing. And it's just like uh-huh. a round white dot, but it looked like it was actually traveling under the ocean. And when I hmm. saw that, I went, oh, my goodness, is this true? Then when he's saying that he's, they saw there's one of many out here, you know, I think they just told us a lot there, but people are kind of just shrugging that our government has now disclosed all this, I think because we've been waiting so long. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's very possible. Well, that, that came out, wasn't it, like two months ago or so, or two or no, three months um, ago? Well, wait, April yeah. 26th. Yeah. It's only, it's only April, it's only May 22nd. Okay, I was so thinking I, it was longer than that. It was just April 27th. Uh-huh. That's why I'm curious as what because I was kind of floored when I watched the whole thing, but maybe people aren't really looking at it. I mean, there's one yeah, thing that we probably I've seen you've seen it, but I don't think people are. But it's right there on YouTube. Anybody can watch it, and it's, I got it from a site that's uh, from the Pentagon. Uh huh. Yeah, the, most people now are just worried about you know they're <laughs> struck in fear. And their attention is is not on the these subjects, I guess. Um, but did did they say how fast these crafts were going? That craft that the pilots saw. No, they had they it. They fast? had it on the tracker, and I was trying to see it. You know, because I've had a little bit of eye issues. I was trying to see and read the numbers, but I don't know how to. The numbers are all there. 
it kind of reminds uh-huh. me of, you know, when you're doing statistics and they have the numbers up one side and down the other. And so you can yeah. see all the things ticking, which is probably doing the miles per hour, but I don't know what they call I don't think they say miles per hour. I think they use other language. Uh-huh. So all of it is written there, but it looked Mo- pretty fast. One was so fast it just swooped out of radar. But they got a lock on Seems one. Like- Go ahead. Seems like I had heard that one of them there. There were several, weren't they? Yeah. Seems like I heard that they one of them was like Mach ten or something like that. That's fast. How fast is Mach ten? I'm not sure, but uh, it's got to be fast, fast <laughs> for sure. Yeah, because with a snap of the fingers, it was off the screen. Yeah. You know, but this was reported. Um, you remember, uh, I, I bring him up because uh, he's a personal friend, him and his wife now, uh, Captain Robert Salas of the Montana Missile Range. Do you remember uh, what happened then? Oh, that was, uh, oh yeah. The, yes. So When they shut uh, this, down all the uh, the missile silos, the nuclear warheads? Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you, so you mm-hmm. would know about the expertise of that, but he... Yeah. He had to actually, because I, I questioned him about, uh, you know, how I went. So I looked at where you are. Let's say you're you're having to, you're doing the nukes. You're 60 feet underground in like a capsule. You're underground. Yeah. And so he's getting phone calls from up above that five little red saucers just came over the perimeter, and they're calling down to him. He can't do anything. And his co-pilot was fast asleep for some reason. He said the guy was just laying on the bed sleeping. And he said, but he turned around looking, I know, he said, he turned around looking at the panel, and he said he knew they were going to shut off his nukes, but there's no shutoff button on a nuclear uh-huh. a missile. There is no off button. But they succeeded mm-hmm. in shutting not only his nukes off, but all the nukes off. There was about 30 around, the, yeah. around that part of the country right then. So they were yeah. all shut off. So something mm-hmm. very powerful is really going on. Yeah. Yeah, they their technology has to be way, way far above ours. That's for sure. You know, to kind do of like, like that. Yeah, it's kind of uh, well now they they let some of the secrets out. You know, especially with this latest thing, and uh, mm-hmm. I just can't hardly believe your courage of doing that. And it, I guess with Travis, it turned out to be like foolhardy. You know, yeah, he yeah. says he did get that. Yeah, I met him several times, and we've all had dinner because uh, I travel in the same circles. But um, mm-hmm. I think with him, it's happened more than that time. But he will not say that. You know, what um, I mean? he won't. It happened again. But I cannot believe it's happened just one time. So did you yeah. have any? So did you have any other sightings? Because I don't think it's ever once. I think once you're on their well, I radar. A, yeah, I had a, I had another sighting in um, in Georgia while I was living in here in Western North Carolina. I had to go to Atlanta to pick up some uh, building materials for a project I was doing, and when I was driving back, um, I had a load of uh, materials on the back of my truck and. Um, I, I heard this noise. It was kind of like a uh, a waning sound, 
uh, I thought maybe my tire was low or something like that. So I pulled off the side of the road, and this was in a town called Blue Ridge, Georgia. Uh, it's about from where I live now. It's probably maybe 30 miles south. And uh, I pulled off the side of the road and checked checked all my my equipment, my uh, my load there, and looked up and I heard I saw this uh, craft. Uh, moving very, very slow, and uh, it it had two lights on the front end and one light in the rear end, and it was making this humming noise, and it was, I'm thinking, if this is an airplane, <laughs> I don't see how it's staying up in the air because it was going so slow, um, and after that, I called MUFON uh, and made a report, I think it was 2000 and I think it was 2011 or so. Can't remember the exact year, but somewhere around in there. But they made a report, and come to find out, there was a, uh, a, a, a an air base south of there. So I'm thinking that could have been some sort of aircraft, you know. Uh, but it was kind of odd that it was moving so slow that. <laughs> It was it was staying in the air, so I don't know. You know, I don't know if that was a a craft of unknown origin or or one of ours, but it it did yeah. hit me hard enough to make a report about it. Um, yeah. What what line of questioning did they give you? Do they have the, a certain form you fill out, or is it a whole big thing, or? Yeah, it's it's a form, and you just basically describe you know what happened and try to 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 estimate the 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 distance above where you you were standing, how fast I thought it was going, uh, and it was it was dark, and I could tell that it was it was uh, somewhat of a triangular shape because I could I could see the 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 stars, you know, in the background, but where this thing was, it was, it was, of course, darkened out the, the sky there. So, yeah, pretty unusual. Well, where do you, where do you think they come from? Honestly, if, if they're a different species from us, I've, I've always thought, probably always been here. Uh, do I think they're from another planet? I don't think so. Uh, could it be dimensional thing? That's possible. Uh, I mean, if they're from another planet, why would they choose Earth? <laughs> you know, why would they choose here if they're light years away? Uh, it's well, kind I, of a... Well, do you have a reason why? I think I have a reason why. Pardon? This is this is this is what me and my friends think that the Earth okay. is almost the, the greatest thing going in the universe. That we are very attractive to, you know, other worlds because of our unique life here, and we're yeah. just bustling with every form of life imaginable. And that I not I don't I don't. I can't hardly believe that we're unique, but I think we may be unique. That's why they're here. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, that's that's a good point there for sure. Yeah. Because we are, just think of just insects. We just stayed on insect subjects of how many different insects there are in the world. It's, we can't count them all. You know, yeah. and, and so dramatic things are happening now. Um, we were both brought up to, this is what's been happening since with the lockdown. This is my, my thought about this whole thing. We mm-hmm. have been told our entire lives, because I know me and you are about the same age. Yeah. I mean, we have been told our entire life that we are screwing up this world irreparably. We've used up its resources. We're jacking the whole thing up. Yeah. Yeah. We stayed in the house two months, and out pops a bird we haven't seen in 100 years, and they thought it was extinct, and here comes another form of a a cat. They haven't seen that in 100 years. It's only because we're out there, and now all these unusual species are now walking the street, and the earth is renewing itself rapidly. I mean, in a matter of two months. The, the the water in Venice is so clean that the dolphins they can see walking you know swimming down the walking swimming down the canals you know it's yeah. pretty oh, yeah. marvelous I saw, I saw that yeah I saw that did you that's see like, that wow. it's like yeah that's I what I'm that. saying so our mother earth is not will not allow us to destroy it let's put it that way that well that could shut down that, right now go ahead. Yeah, that could be very well true. That Mother Nature's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, you're not going to destroy destroy me. We're going to reset this thing, you know. Exactly. Uh, it could be a new it could be a new awakening that that we're going through. Uh, yes, I totally agree. And that that would probably be a good thing. You it know? is a good thing. I see a lot of good um, happening, and. A lot of us, I hope, are changing um, for the better. That that we're we're now adopting skills that'll get us through. Because uh, many people that I speak with that have had these experiences and other experiences, and they're they're saying that this isn't the only thing that's about to happen. This is just the first phase of something. I don't know what you guys feel about that. Yeah, that that. Uh... That's that's what it looks like to me. It, it sure does. Yeah, people are people being uh, shut in their houses for so long. They're having to get back to their to their core being of you know who they are. I would I would say, um, you know, I I play a little guitar and it's like I've been playing the guitar more than I have before. You know, uh, maybe maybe it's. Uh, a, a new awakening that bull getting back to the basics of who they really supposed to be. I know that's what exactly what I think. I think that we're being we've been uh, given an opportunity to uh, slow way down and uh, reevaluate the gifts we've been given and and start using them. Yeah. No, it's pretty bad. But yeah, you got, you got, Go ahead. I hope that's what it is. You know, we got to think positive about all this stuff that's going on somehow, because because you can't just, you know, stay in your home and be depressed. You got to you got to invent or uh, 
do do things that are constructive. Um, thank goodness I, I I I'm still working myself, installing solar panels and and uh, I get to work uh, pretty much. It's part time, but it's it's keeping me in shape. That's for sure. That's great. You know, it's great to the the that's uh, that's the power in the future, the sun power. You know, we yeah. really are, have to get off of fossil fuels and go on to the solar. I mean, it's so it's it's so great uh, and easy and clean that I I don't know what the heck this is the I don't get it when Germany can and Sweden I think are off the grid practically and they're running just on solar power. I don't understand why this big United States with all of our resources that we're not on totally solar panels by now. That's true. Yeah. It it needs to ha- it needs to happen. You know, and that's another thing that I was thinking about that these uh UFOs, flying saucers that, that are constantly being seen out there, you know, the technology that they have you know, it, it could be possible that our governments do know what these things are, and the technology, maybe they do have this technology, but the oil cartels are, are suppressing this technology because once we have the, the ability to create free energy, and these things have to be able to do that to fly, uh, yes. that technology, they're, they're suppressing it. So if, if this disclosure came about and they said, okay, we have this technology that we can create free energy, we don't have to use um, fossil fuels no more, um, we have this technology that we can run your house for free, you know, yes. they would definitely be bucking on that stuff for sure. So, and it always boils down to money, I think. Agreed. Yeah, it's. Uh, I heard some very wild concepts from people lately. Um, that you know, there's always been the greed factor, but when uh, this whole thing shut down, it kind of threw everybody off the greed game. All of a sudden, the same stuff doesn't work. Nobody is well now. People, I was out in traffic today. There was actual traffic out there, and that was the first. Mm-hmm. So this is like the first day that I saw a lot of cars out there. But everybody yeah, is wearing – yeah, this is Southern California. They are out there. However, I was I was thinking that uh, it's like a trap. We, we have to really get on to something else or we're going to be made to get on something else, meaning my friends are talking about – somebody mentioned, well, you know, pretty soon there's not going to be any rent. Nobody's going to have any money to pay it. And I was like, the heck, i got to think about this one. And I started thinking yeah. about in ancient Israel, in Jerusalem, they had something called the Jubilee, and that okay. everybody's debts were wiped out. You know, and I was thinking mm-hmm. that's what we need really is a Jubilee of forgiveness. Everybody just get forgiven the debt. Now, what's wrong with that? I ask you. That's perfect. Wouldn't that's it? perfect. Why not? There's no guilt had... because. Go ahead. They had. I think they had. Jubilee every 40 years, was it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but which all the debts be... were, were wiped clean. I think that that yeah. gives everybody a chance to start out evenly and just, you know, 
forgive that debt and, and stop being so greedy. Like there was, I don't know yeah. if you, I had this thing I had to post and I was embarrassed, but this guy, Vic, who was really ticked off, they call it ticked off, he called him ticked off Vic. And he oh, was blown past <laughs> you see? <laughs> anyway, he's right. Even though he does, he's frothing at the mouth, spitting and cussing. Oh, yeah. But yeah. he was right. He said, if you guys just, the rich people just sat on their money in $1 billion, he said, pretty soon you're going to have $40 billion doing nothing. And why don't you put our <laughs> loans on the backside and give us a break for a few months? And it was just like perfect sense. <laughs> But we're so wrapped up. He does make sense. (laughs) And but But we're so wrapped up in guilt. You know what I mean? We're like wrapped up in guilt that we have to produce, produce. You know, we have to get on to a different thing. Because I think our guilt Mm. is making us hold back, you know, from truly sharing Uh so nobody goes without. We're scared because we keep getting it labeled socialism, uh but if we look back to the Native Americans, they had it right. They shared, you know, everything oh, yeah. they had. The more they, they called a thing called the potlatch. And in the potlatch, you gave as much as you could give. You gave till it hurt because it was uh-huh. uh, pride and, and it was wonderful to give and have a big gift to everybody, uh-huh. you know. And uh-huh. uh, we need to get into that so none of us go without. That makes sense. It really does. Work as a community, not not as individuals. Work as a community. You know. Well, I think that biblically we're we're called to love one another and to take care of each other, and um, yeah, people that go so far to saying that uh, that's uh, socialist. So there's like certain buttons given and labels given to uh, these certain things, such as sharing. But I think it's just that hot button to keep us uh, subservient to an old way that's not going to serve us anymore. You know, it's yeah, not they put serv- labels. Yeah, they put labels on things, and and people make a negative connotation about it. Uh, and and we have we have in our minds that oh, socialism that's bad. But yeah. the thing about it is, you know. Uh, why not mix them all together and say, okay, this is the way, the way it needs to be done? But uh, yeah, it go, goes back to love your neighbor, you know. Uh, who knows? We may be all having to work with our neighbors to grow gardens or whatever. Well, that's that the way it used to be. Yeah, before we had yeah. uh, this, this is what my friends also say, because I have friends that have these incredible theories, and everybody's sharing it right now. They're saying uh-huh. that we're going to go back on the gold standard, that money won't mean anything anymore, and that we will have uh-huh. to learn how to barter and help each other because, you know, all that monetary system will, will cease to exist. Yeah, I have a feeling it's going that way. I really do. Okay. Yeah, well, bartering this, this is, is probably going to be coming. Uh, yeah, my comments is coming lot of experiencers. So, so what you're saying is actually what a lot of experiences are saying, including myself and a lot of people I know. We're all kind of going this way anyway. Like we're when this happened, all of us almost almost all of us were already prepared. We started yeah. actually 
getting because you know we we called them the preppers. So we were actually keeping. I'm like always been a big one for supplies. You know, I don't know mm-hmm. if it's because I had a very poverty stricken childhood probably, but whatever it is, I always kept stuff in. You know, but I've always yeah. had supplies. I always have gloves. I just didn't have the mask, but I have bandanas. I was already like prepared. Um, a lot of us just kind of slipped right into this thing. Yeah, I remember when when this first started out. I think it was December the thirty first, and I can't remember when the the uh, videos came about from China. But once I saw that, something in my gut said, "Uh oh." So I ordered masks. So <laughs> I went and bought some toilet paper. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, I told you, uh, all of us did it, but a lot of people, I felt bad for them because they were kind of stumbling around, and they're still kind of in shock. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's that, just like in a daze, for sure. Yeah, there, it is. You, you're actually you're, you, you're picking up what I'm picking on. They're only in a daze, and they're scared, and some are acting crazy. Yeah, I I go to when I go to the grocery store, uh. I'll do the social distance, social distancing, but I don't do the mask. I just yeah. don't feel it's necessary. I'll go in yeah. there and, and I watch people. You know how they act. Um, if I'm going down, if I'm going down the aisle and it has the other the arrow going the other way, they'll they'll probably look at me like you're going the wrong way. You know, it's kind of <laughs> like this is ridiculous. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, in California, we have to mask, but we're getting stylish around here. So we're in masks, but everybody's got bling bling on their masks. It's pretty funny, but it's uh, I'm used to it already. You know what it did for me is it, it made me feel like, well, I don't give a damn what people think. I'm gonna go about my right. business. I don't want to get sick because you know our beautiful friends in New York are, are quite sick. You know. Yeah, it's, it's there's pretty, it's, pretty it's definitely. Yeah, it's definitely taking lives. That's for sure. Yeah, and you know and, when they. The number, I think the numbers are being skewed somehow. Um, is it fear-based? It probably is some of it because if you really look at the numbers, you, you got to say to yourself, okay, this is not as bad as last year's flu. But there's so much disinformation out there. You know, it's it's like, okay, who do I believe? It is yeah. it's crazy. Well, I went yeah, on a scouting expedition of one person, one woman out there. I drove over to the local hospital, my favorite hospital. You know, there's tents outside. I've never oh, seen wow. tents in the emergency room before. So they're actually uh, people that uh, they think have the coronavirus. I think they're testing them in those tents, and then they go into the hospital. It's, uh, you know, we just lost a, a, a We've lost a, uh, one person. He was with 11 presidents serving as the butler for 11 presidents in the doormat. And uh, he wow. was taken out by the coronavirus, you know, and it's really wow. hurt, you know. This, this gentleman How has the... been through it all, and then he dies from the coronavirus, you know. Uh-huh. And uh, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of a wake-up it's scary. call. It's definitely scary. It's scary. It's scary. I don't want it. That's what I want to kind of say. Yeah, I don't either. I don't want to get it. Yeah. It just takes me mask and gloves. And, but, you know, um, I'm um, on the side. I, I do hair. 
So I've always had gloves and apron on anyway. It doesn't no big um, big yeah. to wear a mask too. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's why yeah. people say, Where'd you get the gloves? I said, I've always had gloves. I always <laughs> have sanitation equipment. So it's like uh, I've been ready all the hairdressers of the world have been ready this whole time. You know what I mean? So it's uh yeah. it's time to just keep I think uh gosh, the love that has gonna oh, have the, to really the main thing, Yeah, the main thing is not not get into fear and and uh be wise try to be wise about you know just use your gut um uh, things probably will not go back to the way they were if it, if it does it, it might take a while but uh just be wise about it all yeah uh, well, that we don't know where this is going to go Plus, we, we actually, you know, this, uh, we had discussed this. Uh, are you still there? Yes. Okay. So we had discussed this last week that uh, somehow me and another friend, Jackie, we had been, I don't know, I didn't take this stuff in school. I was interested in science, but I don't have a mathematic brain. I'm, 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 at the, I'm on the writing side of things, the art and the writing, but mathematics, uh. no. But we're over there looking up just how does this virus work? How old is this virus? You know what I mean? When we went through the HIV uh, scare, it, it, yeah. I realized this is a – I was actually taking classes, and I remember everybody talking about HIV, and uh, I finally piped up, and I said, you don't know who's going to get it. You know, it isn't just right. a gay disease. I said, anybody – I was right. saying this before it came out. I said – Listen, anybody can get it. You get a transfusion or whatever else, you're you're going to get it. It's no fault of yours. You know what I mean? And then right. we find out it goes all the way back to the dinosaurs, the, the certain wow. HIV, and the cats get it, the CIV, and that now uh-huh. we have a cure for it, thank God. You know what I mean? We do have medications that uh, people, yeah. uh, their viral ro- loads are like zero, thank God. You know what I mean? But I feel like yeah. it's taken course with this uh, new virus I think that uh, they say it's unique but however it gave me that feeling that it has the same action as AIDS because it it actually takes over the body in the same way and they said yes it's a viral protein that is destroying Mm -hmm. poor people's blood vessels and everything that's why you know people are passing away you know because their their body fails yeah, the key is 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 boost your immune system and as much as you can, um, yeah. get exercise, just stay as healthy as you can. Uh, it's harder for me to stay healthy these days because I'm older, you know. But I try. That's all we can do. Yeah, stay we just can. we can be the best us that we are right now. That's the whole point. Is yeah. just do the best you can and be the best you. And uh, yeah. all of us just uh, because I have other people that are saying that they're even going to have our health and youth returned. You know, this is really going to be a real renewal uh, eventually. Which mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm trying to. Keep, I'm trying to keep optimistic. Like there's, you know, there's a big yeah, drastic change. Yeah, it's a big drastic change. It's going to hurt. But it's not going to kill. It's going to be, you know, for those who survive this part, 
you know, eventually it'll be a new earth and a, a pristine new world, you know, of the one that it talks about in the Bible is what I'm referring to, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've, I, I saw, you know, after this started that in China, you know, the, the pollution level decreased like almost to nil, you know. I'm thinking, Incredible. wow, something, something, good, something good's coming out of it. What a good point. Yeah, we the, couldn't even see the, see the people in China because there was so much pollution. And then all of a sudden yeah. it's gone. I'm telling you that Mother Earth will renew herself, and this is – all we need to do is stay in the house, and it's all being asked of us. You know, to it's mm-hmm. just uh, kind of remarkable. Now, yeah, I, have another, I have another thing to ask you. So it's still sure. staying on the it's still staying on the UFO topic, but yeah, uh, I have heard. I've not done it myself because the last thing I want is contact with an alien or UFO. Really, all my yeah. stuff is my will and I, I say no but they don't seem to care but um, how about these people that are trying to contact or say they want to have a UFO experience or they want to meet an alien what about that what's your opinion on this people that, that have never seen one want to have this experience uh, I don't know that's, that's kind of like me uh want to say, you know, I'd like to see Bigfoot <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Do, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or Dogman <laughs> or something like that. Do well, they I, I don't want to see I'm, him, but I believe in Mothman. No. That's the oh, only yeah, cryptoid I yeah. believe in is Mothman. Ah, okay. I've been listening to some YouTube on uh this is crazy. On Dogman, I'm I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah. There's so many there's so many witnesses out there on the that yeah. that creature that I like. What? This is nuts. Well, the the expert but, on this is Linda Godfrey, as far as I'm concerned. She's written many books and she talks oh, about yeah. the dog man, wolf man, uh and she's an artist too, so a lot of her drawings she's done herself. Yeah. So I actually interviewed her a few years ago and we were talking oh, about I had Yes, I had a bizarre wow. incident. Now, I, I hope you don't like me any less from saying what I'm about to say, but I had a not. very extremely bizarre. I what was she? Her explanation for it was something else. So it just happened a week before this interview. So it was on my mind, and I was in shock. But I was sound uh-huh. asleep, and I my dog woke me up. And she was sitting at the end of the bed in high alert. You know how a dog will sit there looking at something? And she spotted oh, yeah. something in the hallway. So I, I, I remember turning over. I'm doing it right now. I looked down the hallway to follow her gaze. And what was sort of standing there was a huge, humongous, long-haired black wolf. Huge. Whoa. Took up the Whoa. whole hallway. I looked at oh, it. My. And when I looked at it, it looked at her, and it looked at her like, you woke her up. That, it, it was so intelligent in the eyes, I could read its mind. It said, you woke her up. And I was Whoa. so petrified with terror, I grabbed her, and guess what I did? I hid under the covers. What else, that's what else you do. What do you do? You smoke a werewolf <laughs> or whatever. I put the oh, covers yeah. over I'm my head. Good. And we went sound asleep for two solid hours. She was still in my arms when I woke up. 
And I wow. said this to Linda. I know. I, I swear to God. I swear to God. And I would never say a thing like that or swear to you this is a yeah. true story. So I yeah. had to. I think it was the synchronicity of it. So I brought it up to Linda. I said, okay, I'm going to tell you this, blah, blah, blah. She said, oh, I've heard that before. I said, what do you mean? She said, I've had people doing their dishes, and they see a big wolf walk by on a time mm-hmm. lake. And, yeah. and I said, well, what do you think this is? She said what you said. They think it's interdimensional, that they pop in and yeah. out uh, from another dimension. So some of these sightings you could know. be not just, no, we're, we're at, we have discovered other dimensions. Yeah, yeah. That they I are think that's real. Very well, I think that's very well possible. The way I, 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 I see it, if it's dimensional kind of thing, I, I think of like, you know, as a kid, we used to blow those bubbles and stuff out in the air. Yeah. <laughs> with the to the rings and stuff like that. It's it's like these dimensions, every now and then, touch each other, and when when that happens, they they relate. They kind of interact on one level to another. And you, when you saw that, you knew it was a physical thing. Yes. It wasn't an apparition right well my dog saw it first so yeah. that's but the key is that the dog was frozen in place mm-hmm. and she saw it was aware that she's the one who woke me up and it looked very wow. intelligent look on its face like you woke her up you know kid uh-huh. I, that's what she was grab it grab my dog and it disappeared that's amazing. I know it's not the only thing either. Lots of lots of stuff like that. You know, it's just uh, I'm realizing that there's more here to that meets the eye. Yeah, yeah, there definitely is, and I think some some people are more gifted or more uh, tuned to that kind of stuff than others. Uh, I've never seen anything like that. That's the 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 flying saucer was the only thing that I have. I have ever seen that was just totally blew me away. You know, I've never seen any kind of cryptids or any kind of ghosts or any kind of uh, things like how, that. How, okay, 120 feet. If it's that big and it had that the lights and everything else, did you hear anything? Did it make a sound? No, it was totally quiet. Totally quiet. Yeah, me too. The only thing that I saw was the the lights and and a glimmer of the 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 craft itself, but the lights were the 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 most uh, dramatic thing that was you know just burned into my brain that was so unusual, and 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 the thought that this thing is taking my thoughts, it's draining my brain, yeah. you know, yeah. Well, what it was is is that when it it had the same effect on. Me and my friend, it was a uh, total shock to my brain. I yeah, and that could not, and that could be, yeah, and that could have been what was going on with me. You know, the shock, yeah. the shock factor was taking over. You know, and I I wasn't thinking straight. You know, but I knew what I was seeing. Well, you're very rational, and you have that mathematic background. I'm sure. Uh, I think that's probably why you would actually walk up to a thing like that, because to me, I physically was frozen. 
You know yeah. what I mean? I wasn't driving, thank God, but I, I mm-hmm. took everything I could to turn my head away. And uh-huh. then I, I forgot about it, but I was frozen in complete shock, you know? And I, yeah, I, I think the mind. Go ahead. Yeah, I think the mind goes into a mode where you know if you can't figure it out, you know you you try to just put it off to the side, where because if you think about it too much, it, it kind of hurts the mind, you know. Well, you gotta so you, protect you compart- yourself. Yeah, it, that's what it does. Hmm. It's like so. And that's why we driving back. Driving back to to the home, you know, that night, you know, none of us hardly said anything. I mean, it was just like shock. Uh, but have I'll you talked remember to them from, since? Have you talked to about it since? Have you guys talked about it since? Me and my sister will every now and then talk about it, and and my ex wife we'll we'll talk about it every now and then, and what they saw. Was totally different from what I saw. Okay, uh, tell me about that. Okay, they said it was just like a white light, and it took off into the just went straight up. And I'm like, what? No, that's not what I saw. So I'm thinking, why would they see something different from what I saw? You know, wow. What would that be? Yeah. I was quite it's surprised. Like, yeah, yeah. It's 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 strange, huh? I mean we all saw it. We definitely saw it. It was there. It was a physical nuts and bolts thing. And uh yeah, it's bizarre. But it happened. I I I, I totally believe you. That's why that's why I had to talk to you about it because we need people that are just come out and say, yes, I saw this. Uh, it wasn't that long ago that we were afraid that we were going to be picked up by the military police if we said anything like this. You know, and I'm really, <laughs> I know, I'm really tired of that point because we have yeah. to, I had to, I had to put it, all this, these stuff, I had like a few different boxes that I lived in, my professional life, and then I uh-huh. have my spiritual life and then I had my alien life and then I had my paranormal life it was like everything I had to operate in a box I've never been able to just be myself and to actually more now than ever you know but I'm kind wow. of stepping away from the federal world you know um, mm-hmm. I'm get. I'm just right now I'm retiring now I haven't officially quit but uh, uh-huh. I've been a forensic therapist for the last 15 years and then a counselor before that, but um, I think it's really uh, there's some point where you can't be afraid just to say, yes, I saw this, or, you know, but now that the Pentagon has come out and said, yes, they saw this, maybe it'll be, but everybody's strangely quiet about it, but to me, I haven't seen a big to-do about it. They said it. They released the video. I watched the video. Then I, I watched the whole thing today, though. So it's quite surprising, uh-huh. the whole thing. I did get kind of shocked by it. I was like, wow. Yeah, I'll have to watch that in its entirety for sure. Yes, watch it. Uh, I'm, I'm asking you and everybody else, watch it at total to the end because that's when the good stuff comes, when they're very uh-huh. excited like like we would be. 
You know what I mean? Uh-huh. This must have happened millions of times. This is just one little tiny piece of tape. But yeah. Um, but their excitement and uh, and of catching it and of tracking it and that's just like we would be and just like we saw we have a sighting. We both we yeah. you had witnesses. I was with witnesses. We know we saw something. And we've been talking about it ever since. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's forty uh-huh. years, fifty years, sixty years ago. Who cares? We're still talking about yeah. it like it was yesterday. And these guys yeah. are whooping up about what they saw, and I don't blame them, but yet everybody's still kind of shut. I think we've been conditioned not to respond or to not see the that, you know, yes, this is a, a new world we're entering in with new uh, knowledge. And uh, I think it's a good thing. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think more secrets uh, are revealed, the better for all of us. That's what I think. Yeah, the truth needs to come out, you know, let the chips definitely. fall where they may. You know, tr- the the truth, you know, will definitely set you free, and it'll set the world free. You know, truth needs to be just unfolded, and, and everybody look at it. But you're right. People, people when they – I've seen people share that video, you know, yeah. and there might be three comments. But That's you think, what I mean. Nobody – I was like, come, what the heck? How come there's not like – hundreds of comments on this well yeah that's what i'm saying i think that we have been conditioned to something weird is going on because i was quite floored today because i i just because we're we're on this topic but but i really went okay let me look and see this whole thing and when when uh we end the show you're going to be able to watch it and you're going to be probably as shocked as i am you know that nobody's responding I don't think people are listening to it all the way through, but you have actual pilots that you know mm-hmm. they're very intelligent. You can just hear hear in their voice, and they are actually on fire because they saw this stuff, you know, excited. Yes. You know, and actually yep. to see the radar lock onto it and be able to follow it is kind of incredible, you know. Oh, yes, it I is. Think, definitely is. Yeah, I think, it's, I think they're allowing themselves to be seen. That's what I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, why would they have lights if they didn't want us to see them? <laughs> <laughs> That's, I, I, I know it's there. I, I think it's some of everything. I think it's off-world things. I think it's other dimensional things. You know, and I think it's uh, there's other life forms. Um, there's all kinds of things going on. But, uh, can, would you yeah. remember the, the, the surface of the ship itself? Was it a color? Did you see? Did it look like material to you? What did it look like? You know, the when when they were showing that thing, it was so far away. I guess you call it. Uh, it yeah. It, like you said, it looked like a toy airplane. Uh, yeah. I wish they would take it and zoom in on it somehow. I'm surely they can do that. I think I think they have. You know, I think oh, they have. have. So that's a matter of time. Yeah, I think this is what they released and looks kind of shady. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I'm sure because they yeah. zoomed in a couple times and I said, I bet they have full color pictures of this stuff. And it's just going to be so shocking to uh, get a, a picture of this, you know? So I don't. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, I think we'll probably be seeing more of this stuff coming out, you know? Uh, yeah. There could be a, a 
a plan for them to do to to dis- disclose this slowly but surely. <laughs> Keep everybody in their house yeah. so they won't freak out when it when it comes about or something. <laughs> uh, who knows? You know, so who knows? So like those, so like those comments that we yeah. parked in the front yard. But tell me, get out there! All of a sudden, oh yeah, you're here. Okay. <laughs> you like of, old hat. Some of them. Got, yeah. Some of them's got got to be good guys because they shut down all these nuclear weapons. You know, some of them's got to be good. That's, now that's a good point because. I think they would have taken us out a long time ago if that was their intention. I think that we've run up against uh, things and accidents have happened, and uh, you know it's uh, we're, we've become a threat to ourselves when they're trying to control the they're saying the weather they're trying to control you know our resources. Uh, I think uh, the the powers that be just about had it, you know. And I think this is yeah. also throwing a wrench into a lot of the evil stuff that has been going on in the world. You know, the power and the control, when everybody shut down in the house, you really lost your power over everybody. And that was just that simple. Just put us on yeah. time out, and the evildoers will, will be confused <laughs> for a while. Yeah, and they we, will be. I know. So we just got to, you know, who knows what's the next thing. But I'm glad, this is what I'm glad about, is that we all, all of us have each other we aren't hiding information. We're trying to talk about this in an intelligent manner. And we're trying to right. just tell the truth. I, everybody's saying, I saw this, I saw this. Okay, I experienced this. Okay, if we just talk about it, you know, so that people, because I'm sure, you know, people, you know, I think about the young people coming up. that uh, yeah. They're in a whole different world now. The ones that are, they, they don't realize. I try to talk to my kids about this because my kids are all adults now. But I told them, I said, you know, for the Kennedy assassinations and stuff like that, this is a different world. I don't think you guys realize it. You know, that before yeah. that, we believed in something. I said, we really, if whoever got elected, we all loved him. You know what I mean? We didn't even like him, but you had to love him because he's our president now and all that. But now, yeah. so all that stuff's gone. I said, and the world wasn't like this before. Before we threw in together, even if we were mad at each other, we still said, okay, he's ours, let's take care of it. And it's not like that anymore. It's gotten so it's out not. of hand. That, I know, it's so weird. I said, you know, uh, this thing's happening. And then this pandemic is, you know, for the worst, they're saying it's, it's the worst financially since the Great Depression and stuff like that. We haven't yeah. experienced this lifetime. This is, these are all firsts for us. You know, oh but. yes, it definitely. Yeah, definitely like a reset. Yeah, definitely. That's a good way to say it, and it's a it's really good because uh, I see a healing happen, and I know that things will probably get crazier at some point. I don't know, but um, I hope not. But we just all have to think on our feet and. Uh, I hear dire warnings, but not not that's not what my feeling is. My feeling is it might get even weirder, but we're just going to have to be that much more kind and loving and spiritual to get us past this. Yeah. Because it's a small thing, like taking up your arms. What is what is that doing? Nothing. Right. I don't right. I don't understand yeah. taking arms against what. You know, this is yeah. uh, very. People are thinking totally different. I think this is a spiritual battle, and we all got to fight the good fight. Okay. 
We all yeah, have to fight the good exactly. fight. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. Won't we? So, Maybe this reset is like, you know, we all need to be walking in love now. <laughs> that's Hopefully point. that's it. Love yep. and, and actually actually express our natural gifts. Because I see yes. so many, I saw you do it, the musicians, you know, the nature uh-huh. lovers, artists. Every, everybody's like blooming. I got all kinds of art yep. supplies. I'm, I'm almost ready to, to make my moves. You know what I mean? So it's go. been a long time. You know, since I ever yeah, was. Those... Yeah, get those brushes out. <laughs> I, I, dude, I have them. I'm just waiting on my easel, and then I'm gonna start because it's a, uh, it's kind of remarkable, you know, that uh, that we're all all yeah. we're asked to do is take care of each other, take care of ourselves, it's spiritual. Yeah. Try to do your best to eat right and think right. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And uh, trying to walk. Well, they used to have a saying. It used to irritate me, but now I believe it. Is it rock gentle upon the earth? I think that was Desirata. Yeah. And it used yeah. to irritate me, but I don't feel irritated by it anymore. And I feel, yes, rock gentle upon the earth, you know, and let's try to help yeah. each other. So I don't yeah. think there's a coincidence that you're into solar power now. I think you're going to be one of the ones on the front field, you know, trying to keep us going energy-wise. You know, there's a mm-hmm. reason you've been trained as, as you are because you're one of the chosen ones that are actually going forth in your own way and helping. Yeah. Yeah. We got to go yeah. forward. That's for sure. I know. And I want to commend you on that. Yeah. A good job. You know, cause a lot of us don't know how to do that. Thank you. We okay. all have the ability. We have a we lot all of have ability. That ability. <laughs> yeah. But I won't be, I'm not going to be putting solar panels up anywhere anytime soon. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't. So anyway, (laughs) want to have a shout out to anybody? But do you want to say hi to? Uh, Just hello world. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, I've I've got, I've got some friends that you know. Some people I have told my my encounter about, and they've also had uh, you know paranormal encounters, and. if they're if they're interested in being on your show, I'll 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 give them your contact information. Oh yeah, uh, let me know. Yeah, I will. Yeah, I will do that. A, this is a never-ending, uh, interesting topic. I mean, really, this is nothing could be more thing than uh, that. There's more here than meets the eye, and uh, I appreciate you being our guest tonight. I know it's a lot later there than it is here because here it's real early. It's just after seven, but I know it's yeah. later over there. But um, yeah. I want to thank you so much for your extremely interesting talk, and you're welcome aboard anytime. And uh, I want to thank you so much for sharing it with us. Well, I appreciate you having me. You're very welcome. Was- and, you know, it takes a little bit of courage to do this kind of thing because you actually oh, are telling nervous. me things. I was I was a wee bit nervous, but it's okay. <laughs> and no, it, it's just uh, we just have to uh, just put it out there. But we really appreciate you, and uh, thank you for everything and your share. And God bless you and yours. And uh, I want to thank you so much. And stay well, okay? Well, God, be well yourself, and God bless you too. Okay, thank you, and I wish you a good night, okay? Okay, good night to you. Okay. See you on Facebook. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye.
Well, well, my guests uh, from around the world, I really, really appreciate you listening in for another show. And uh, can reach Dallas Michael Reese. He's on Facebook if he if he feels like talking about this stuff. So uh, you can reach him that way. And I want to thank him and uh, thank him for putting up the, the good fight and uh, all the stuff that we're doing. We're trying to get the word out there. And, you know, our favorite saying has been, let the unheard be heard. And so we're into talking about it. So just contact me if you want to talk. Uh, I can put you on my show in the future. So next week we have the celebrity nightmare decoder herself, Lauren Lawrence. What an awesome woman. She's written about seven books. She's a columnist for the News Today and she actually worked for the George Magazine and uh, is actually living there in New York, um, surviving this uh, coronavirus. And uh, she's doing quite well. And uh, she lives right down there in the middle of New York where all this stuff is happening. So uh, Lauren Lawrence is going to be with us next week at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And I look forward to seeing you, and may God bless you, and uh, I hope to see you again real soon. You guys take care of yourself, and um, have a good week in between time. Uh, I do have a Bible study. We're going into Jude on Sunday, so I'll be reading Jude, and after that, I'm kind of shocked, but we made it all the way from the barely beginning of the New Testament all the way to the Revelation, so we'll be working on that on Sunday. So I'll see you next week, same time, same station. Take care of yourself. God bless you all. Take care. Love you. Bye-bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.